right. So uh, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk everybody's favorite topic: assessments and reassessments at the municipal level. Um, you know, yeah, maybe your house got reassessed and it's it's hurting the budget a little bit, right? Along with everything else. So we're going to try to make sense of that. All right. Well, there's a lot here, and before we get into assessments proper and get into the meat of this, we got to talk about the context under which property values have been changing over the last few years. And you can go back even further to see some trends and some history, but just, I mean, you guys see what's happening in, in your neighborhoods and in Western mm-hmm. New York here, but let's zoom out a little bit further to the national picture. So the St. Louis federal reserve, which is a wonderful source, by the way, for mm-hmm. all sorts of data and information, they have year over year data for home price increases for the median home price. And if you go back, you know, some of the years in the housing boom, you see in 2005, prices increased 6.5%. In 2009, they right after the housing boom, you saw a 7% year-over-year increase. 2011, we had a 5% increase. 2013, it was up 65 What we're seeing now is something that hasn't happened. The closest example I can find in the last 45 years of data is the late 1980s, where in 2020, the median home price went up 12.4%. In last year, it went up 15.9%. And you're seeing that when other municipalities are doing their reassessments, where in the city of Philadelphia, they put their assessment on pause because of COVID, and the value of the city went up 31%. There are people where their assessed values have gone up much more than that, but they got completely rocked because of how fast the home prices has been yeah, going. It's been, it's been outrageous. In Milwaukee, year over year, up 18%. Uh, Holiday City in Tom's Rivers, New Jersey, they have 24% increase year Oof. over year. Oh, my God. And Lake Placid, New York, they're up 11% year over year. There's a story in the Buffalo News a little while back about Lockport. The property values are up 50% front over the last 10 years. And it's not the most, in de- no no offense to anyone in Lockport, it's not the most in-demand place in the country, but it shows you where there's demand all over the place for housing. Uh, you go to Burlington, Vermont, they did a reassessment there recently because they have a state law that says you go under 80% of your, um, your uh, what, what essentially an equalization value, you got to reassess. And you have people seeing major increases in their assessed values and their tax bills as a result of that. In Knox County, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee has a state law that says you have to reassess cyclically, either every four, five, or six years. Well, they chose to wait five years, and because of that, 40% increase. It's happening all over the country. Um, That's basically the national picture. And you go to Fulton and Oswego County, 35% 35% increase since 2017. So pictures painted pretty well, right? Year over year in Erie County, what, what what kind of percentage increase do you think we're seeing? You want to take a guess? Oh, my God. Erie County, let's say 20%. Not too far off. I mean, if you if you ask uh, Redfin, they say 18% increase. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've seen figures 17%. The Buffalo News cited 15. I, somewhere I, between 15 and 20. Yeah, I'm seeing some crazy sale prices for some of these homes around me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's wild. Which I'll get to those in just a minute. Yeah. I mean, if you look on some of these sites like um, Rocket Mortgage, Redfin, Realtor.com, stuff like that, the percentages are different, but you average them out and put them all together. You get a, a sense of where things are actually going. And in Chictawaga, they say that prices are up 18% on the Rocket Home site. Movoto is another one. They say they're up 23%. I don't think it's that much. Mm. And then Redfin says it's only up 9%. I think it's a bit more than that. You know, and you you have to start looking at some of the specific examples of the property sales versus what they're assessed at to start getting a really good idea of this. So just there's just a sample of homes in Chitawaga that were published in the Buffalo News today about uh, just showing what they were sold for. And you can easily look up the tax bill online and see what they're assessed for as their full market value. It's all public information. So you have a home over on George Urban. The full market value on the books, as the as the assessor reports, is one hundred ninety two thousand. Sold for two fifty five, thirty three percent over that assessed value. There's a home on Century, 
Full market value was 149 sold for 260 74% above. You got another one, 154K, so it sells for 225 107 sells for 151 172 goes for 252 And that one's 47% above its assessed value. I mean, it's just on and on and on throughout the town of Chituaga. And it's not just my town. It's all over Erie County. Found a home in West Seneca. Sold 65% above its assessed value or its full market value as reported by the assessor. In Tonawanda, there's one that sold for 69% above. Amherst, 67. In Lancaster, a property that was full market for 124 went for 227. 49% 49% in Buffalo, 79% above in Orchard Man. Park. It's all over the place. So why you start getting to why uh, the property taxes are going up. It, you, you can't see it, but there's smoke coming out of my ears right now. Right. <laughs> I just well, want to explain that. I, I'm just thinking about how, you know, this is going to be great news for Tom Selleck, how he's going to take your home. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, we'll get into a little Keep bit out later of here, Tom. Where, where the demand's coming from for right. all this. And you got to look at the supply side. But this is all residential property. So why are property taxes going up? It's because these are what the sales look like on the residential side in Erie County, in Chittawaga, the other towns, Western New York, New York State, nationally, all over the place. Not Non-residential properties aren't growing like this. You know, you look at the growth of commercial property values year over year. They're closer to what you saw in the early 90s, 4% year over year, 45 5%, even lower than that. You got retail kind of dying out, Mm -hmm. right? You got uh, people not going to the offices anymore, so that that adds up. Yeah, there are all sorts of stories that were in the news years ago about how we overbuilt retail. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you got a lot of that in in Erie County, Town of Chittawaga. Or... Other types of commercial properties. And the way you assess a residential property is you basically say, what can this sell for? And that's it. When you do commercial, it's a little bit different. One of the things that gets factored in is income. So it's not just the value of the land, the value of the structure, what the building and these things inside could be sold for. You have to consider income generation as a factor in its value too. So and that's an important thing to remember when we get into some of the Chittawaga specific issues that are associated with this. Right. I mean, because, you know, we talk at, at retail as, as we've moved towards more of a online buying mm-hmm. uh, community, you know, like, um, and we'll get to, you know, your specific case in Chittawaga with the Galleria, but yeah. you know, it, in the other towns and area that have had malls, basically like, all right, the Niagara Falls outlets exist and that's about it. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, like Boulevard mall is nothing in a matter of, Ten years, it's right. It's really gone down. Uh, steep decline. Right. Mm-hmm. Eastern Hill is like some weird amalgamation of of, of shit now. Yeah. McKinley Mall. Yeah. McKinley Mall. Yeah. So I mean, the point being, you know, we're gonna we, Brian, your your council member in Chictawaga, we're gonna probably focus in on that, but you know that it, it carries over to other regions, right? Other other towns, right? Yeah. It's it's gonna it, you know I mean this is something that you know the Boulevard Mall like Amherst has to reckon with, and mm-hmm. and, and figure out that. Uh, Hamburg has to figure out what the hell's going on with the McKinley Mall. You know? Right. Um, yes. You know, like there's a reason why they're working so hard in Clarence to do something with the Eastern Hills and keep things in there and come up with new and, and inventive ways to keep that building a reasonable tax Mm-hmm. Because Clarence has probably seen what's happened already in their own specific case. They probably know what's happened with the tax value of the McKinley Mall. I've got an example of a parcel we can get into later, especially the Galleria, you know. Uh, but so how is a tax bill calculated? And we'll, we'll get it. We'll work out a example that I have set aside here. But first off, each town has an assessor. Their office determines the full market value on your property in some form or another. They may do it by reassessing your property in a given year, or they may do it by taking the existing assessed property on the books and applying an equalization rate to that. Either now, way... Now, is that, that done changes. yearly, or does that depend on, on, on the municipality? If you look on your tax bills, the full market value on those bills is increasing year over year, or it's not the same number every year. That number changes all the time. Sometimes it may go down because there are times where the housing market, you take, especially after the 2008 um, housing market crisis where you saw 
9% decline in home values and 10% in 07 and 08, where your home's value might actually go down, but usually they go up. But so that full market value is going to change year over year. Typically, it's higher than it was the year before. So first, that gets determined. Step one. Then step two, your town has a budget vote. Or if it's a school district, they have a school district budget vote. If you guys were paying attention, and I'm sure you were, to the school uh, budget votes, how did those go? Any of them fail? I, I, I didn't see any fail this time. I didn't. I didn't. None. They all yeah. went through. None. I mean, we have eight school districts that are within the town of Chittawaga, either in a little bit or a lot or in full. All eight of them passed. And I'm sure your school district budget vote passed. I'm sure yours did. did. Yep. They all did around here. So the budget gets set. It could be the same. It could go up 1%. It might even go up 2%. They usually don't go up more than that because of the 2% caps and that. That's the actual budget. The levy might go up a little bit more. It might go up a little bit less, but there is a 2% cap, and you know how that can be. Explain the levy again. The levy is the total amount of money mm-hmm. minus other revenues. So all the money you need, you take the amount of money you already have, and you go away from that. You subtract that. So all the money you need is 10. You have one. You have to set a levy of nine. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's yep. basically it. So you got to set that. So after that's done, then New York State comes in and says, well, West Seneca hasn't assessed in a long time, but Chituaga has recently. So we're going to have to do something called setting equalization rates to where comparing towns to each other because a school district might overlap two town borders or a fire protection district or or fire Mm -hmm. district might overlap. So you have to have that. So that way, everybody within the district is is paying an equal type rate. So if you live in Lancaster and they're at 50%, for example, which they're not, and I'm in Chittawaga and it's 100, your tax rate is going to be double of mine. You understand how that's working out? Right. Okay, because they're only counting your assessed value at half. They count mine at full. So... In order to keep me from paying double the taxes, we just set your rate higher so it's about evened out. Because we both have the same type of house, two bedrooms, one bath, what have you. At that point, the tax rate gets set. So got your you got your market value. The levy gets set. That budget passes. Then, then the town sets its own tax rate after the equalization, and that's all done. And we already went to that example. Now you calculate your bill. So this is where we're going to get into my little exercise for the podcast. I have your 2021 tax year bills from Juggalo University. (laughs) It is the school (laughs) that we've set up. Okay. That is for you. I'm Jim. Okay. That's for Re. We'll just leave his bill on the table. Snake, that's yours. And this one's mine. And I want to get you guys into the spirit. So give me just a second here. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, we got something coming out of the guitar case here. Oh, it looks like I, I see a case of Fago. Yeah, we got a bunch of face okay. cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a case of Fago. <laughs> oh, we're going full juggalo here. So we got... We got a we got a case of Fago and some face paint. Okay. If you guys really want to get into the spirit, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is Juggalo University. This is the school that we set up. Uh-huh. So the school needs four hundred dollars to operate, right? Everybody see how much your tax bill is. Mm-hmm. I owe two hundred dollars. How much do you owe? Fifty. How much do you owe? I owe fifty. You owe fifty. Rio is a hundred. All right, that's because Ree's got a better property. He actually takes care of it, and you guys live in dumps. That's right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yep, I live in a like, dump. Some people do no mo may. I've done no no may no 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 mo two thousands. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're true millennial, right? Uh-huh. Regard, yeah. <laughs> so the ta- this is just the bare bones of a tax bill. Um, you've got a full market value. And it's a little bit different for everybody. Uh, mine and Re, we're, we're higher. I'm the business in, in the university district. Okay. Here, in Juggalo University District. I have the business. You guys have the homes. Um, so we need $400 to operate the school. And you add up all the values. Mine's worth 2000 Re's is worth one, 500 500 Right. That's where that taxable total comes from. And you do a little bit of math. You figure out your tax rate's 10%. And then they calculate our bills. So 
if the if you need four hundred dollars and the total value is four thousand, see how the rate shows up? Ten mm-hmm. percent. Yep. Yeah. And that's so they take ten percent of your property value, two hundred bucks. Now, that's twenty twenty one's bill. We're gonna give you this year's bill. All right, Snake. Let's take a look at what's going on here. So, so the levy hasn't changed. That's st- that's still still 400. need four hundred bucks because yep. the teachers didn't get a raise. Electric costs are the same. Everything's the same. Yep. You know, and there's no change. Fair market. But, my 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 value of my my home has, has stayed the same. Your value of the home. How about the value of your home? Stay the same. And so is re. Mm-hmm. Do you, what happened to the taxable value compared to last year? Uh, it it went down by a thousand dollars. So I'm assuming that means that the the Juggalo University Business District yeah, had a bad, the, bad year. The business in Juggalo University had a bad year because the Canadian border got closed and COVID rocked it. Yep. So the taxable value is only three thousand. So you need four hundred dollars. You can only tax up to three thousand. That's the total value of all the property. What happened to the tax rate? Well, that went up. That yep. went up, right? So your tax bill, it was 50 bucks before, right? right. What what's the tax bill now? Uh it's it's a nice 6660. Okay, 66 bucks and change. How about you? Same 66 bucks. And yeah. If you take a look at Ree's bill, he he owes a little bit more. He went up from 100 to 133. Well, the first time I I owe 200 bucks with my business. I have to pay 200 bucks into the school mm-hmm. district. And what was the value of the business? The value of the or business was 2000. 2000. Well, now the value of the business dropped by half. I'm paying less. Yep. If it's less valuable, you can't tax me on that. Right. So this is ex- there's three different examples of how a bill can change year over year that I had. This first one is a case of where the homes stay the same and the business goes down. Your bills go up, right? You see how they go up. Got example number two here. And this is a case where the home values go up and the businesses go down. So if you remember, you guys were each paying $50 before and I was paying 200 And what happened this time is your home's values have gone up and the value of my business is down. So compared to the 21 bill, what are you paying this year in example number two? So I'm paying uh, paying the sixty six sixty again, and so is Snake. Right. Yep. And I uh, once again, I'm paying less than I was last time, because the value of my business went down. Um. So in this example, you could see how the taxable value is back at four thousand, right? Where the taxable value didn't change at all year over year. I hope I'm not losing you right. guys. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not losing the audience. You get probably all, they're like, oh, we're totally gone. But the taxable value sold, stayed the same, but the, it got distributed different because mm-hmm. your homes are worth more and my yep. business is worth less. Again, Canadian border closed, COVID, right. what have you. And that tax rate went up. I have one more example. And this is a case where the value of your houses go up, but the value of my business stays the same. So remember, you were paying fifty dollars in twenty one. Yep. And I was paying two hundred. All right. So what do we got going on here, Diamond Jim? Fifty five sixty. So you went up. I went up, but my rate went down. Your rate went down. How about you, Snake? Yeah, fifty five sixty. Same thing. Uh, looks like, um, you know, my full market value uh, went up though. Yep. And my full market value is the same because, as we said, no change in my value, but I'm still paying less mm-hmm. because you guys went up. And I didn't go up at the same pace, mm-hmm. and I'm only paying 177 instead of 200. So I really wish we had a visual component to this, but we don't because it's a podcast. But mm-hmm. taking a look at these couple different things, you can see how the relationship of what happens when property values change, when a total assessed value of a whole town grows or goes down. There's a lot you can work, learn from this concrete example when we start figuring out in the real world what's actually happening to property values because you have folks in, like, my town of Chittawagam where we've got the Galleria Mall. and Not doing as well as it has in the past. Not doing as well as it has in the past. And when we talked before, we said that, what, the incomes were part of the, the business's value, right? Yep, right? Especially something like the Galleria Mall. Well... If you look at their tax bills back in 2017 and 2018, compared to most recent year, they're paying $6.4 million less than they did 
five, six years ago because it's different. I mean, you have, there's articles in Buffalo Business First where they're talking about the challenges that Pyramid Corporation and the mall are having. Yeah. I mean, think about the kind of tenants that were there when you guys were teenagers compared to now. It's yeah. different, right? You had Sears, you had you know, JCPenney doing better, Macy's mm-hmm. is still, JCPenney and Macy's still there. But you had a ton of other department stores that are no longer there. They can't make it anymore. Right, so in these these tax bills are based off the three largest parcels, and it doesn't include anchor stores like Dick's that right. are still there. Right. But it go. it's all the other smaller stores that would be inside the building proper. But you, you exactly nailed it, and that's part of why the mall is less valuable than it used to be. So you start looking at school tax bills. And I wanted to use the example here of the fictional school because you can get into town and county tax bills, but there's so many moving parts with mm-hmm. sewer districts, other special districts. That can be a pain in the butt to kind of pa- compare apples to apples. The best thing we can do to look at a school bill, and not to say that the schools are doing anything right or wrong, but it's just the simplest. So you take my home district of Chictawaga Central. They said that they increased their total levy 1.5%. You think that I would have increased 1.5% in what I owed, right? But the mall went down. Right. So I actually went up 2.1. And that was back in 2018 to 2019. 2019 to 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said that they increased the spending 2.5, which they did. That's how much their levy went up. But my actual tax bill went up 6%. And... You may wonder, did we reassess in those years? Well, not exactly. You know, it's my full market value changed mm-hmm. because of what was going, the, the type of sales that were going on in the neighborhood or because the equalization rate went down and pulled me up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, the school paid less. So there's no way I'm only going to go up what the tax levy says, one and a half or two and a half when the mall's paying millions of dollars less. Mm-hmm. Follow me up to that point. Mm-hmm. Same thing's happening in the other school district where the mall is situated, which is the Maryvale School District, where you see a bill that should have gone up 1.7% because that's what the spending went up. It went up 68 because the mall parcel there is less valuable than it used to be. Now, when you talk about the mall having six, about $6.5 million less taxable value than it used to. It's not just the town bill. It's just they pay less into the garbage fund, mm-hmm. the light fund, the other things that they're included in, and the school taxes. Because their school taxes are down a lot. So you see a bill that should have gone up 1.8% in 19 to 20. The school district really did increase the levy 1.8. They did what they said they were going to do, but the mall's paying less. So that tax bill actually goes up 11.2%. Yeah. You know? And it could be because the neighborhood's market values in those neighborhoods were changed mm-hmm. or it can be because one of the other taxpayers in the district is just paying less just like the example you saw there and to, and to your earlier point this is happening all over the country happening right all over the country. home prices are getting jacked up people are probably buying online more so mm-hmm. that so that money is going to a more concentrated place it's not going to your community it's not supporting the businesses that have brick and mortar there and it's yeah. and it seems like it's going to keep on happening right right and, and, and 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 because of the, because of the house is going up, they are a larger percentage of the uh, total taxable amount that the municipalities have, right? Um, so you're going to end up making up a, a greater part of the levy in that way because you know if 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 the town goes from being worth one hundred thousand to one hundred twenty five thousand. And all those gains are seen in the residential, and there's actually some losses in the commercial. Then, well, yeah, I mean, you you've got a bigger slice of the pie, and that's where the money's going to end up coming from. Yep. And I mean, this goes to like, look, how many financial advisors tell you, or your parents, or or your grandparents will tell you, like, buy a house because the value goes up, and that's what you want, right? You want you you want this to be a solid investment and it be wealth that you can transfer to future generations. Right. But then, of course. People are like, well, but I didn't, I didn't want to have to pay taxes on that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, and those are unavoidable. I mean, right. this, this equalization formula that's part of the whole assessment process, it goes back to colonial times, you know? We don't have, we don't have a state law that necessarily says an assessor has to review the value of every single property every single year. But we do have a situation of if you wait 40 years, 30 years not to reassess, that you're going to have some folks paying 
more than they maybe should, you know? And there's a good example from two properties in West Seneca that you have one that is, um, that's assessed around 216 and the values that you see on sites like Zillow, Redfin, Realtor, those places have it around 265 to 290. And then you've got another one that's 207 and it's valued between three and 350. One of these properties is only paying around 60 to 65% of its arguably its full market value. The other one's paying between 75 and 80. So you have one of these properties that are being overtaxed. And West Seneca, when West Seneca doesn't reassess for so long, and it's not picking on them, it's mm. what they're really doing. They can't mm. run away from their behavior. When they're not doing that, they have certain residents that are being overtaxed. And if you look in news story after news story and analysis of this stuff, these smaller properties, the the working class property owners are typically hit by overtaxation and the larger ones are undertaxed. So doing a cyclical reassessment or an occasional reassessment is an effort to try to adjust those kind of things, you know? And then you get into this question of, all right, you have a home in West Seneca. You have one in Chittawaga, right? So Snake, you're going to be in West Seneca for this example. You're okay. going to be in the town of Chittawaga. Right. Now, both of you have houses. They're roughly comparable. Um, the West Seneca, you're, you're a little bit larger. Okay. But the tax rate on this bill for your school tax, for every thousand you're actually assessed at, is forty-five dollars per thousand. Yours is only fifteen fifty-three. You're like, well, am I actually paying my fair share of taxes? When you run the numbers and go off your full market value with the Chitawaga tax rate, it about evens out to what's reported on the bill. This equalization thing rate thing works, but it requires that everybody is honestly reporting fair market values. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's, that's one of the things that aren't necessarily happening out there. Um, but I wanted to get into another example, which was, we were talking about malls. Uh, and this is, oh, that's the property. We got um, a parcel of the McKinley Mall in Hamburg. You know, we'll stop picking on West Seneca for a minute. <laughs> I said, I'm not picking on you guys, right. really. It's yeah. just, uh, I mean, we could have used Tonawanda. You could have used a lot mm-hmm. of other places. Mm-hmm. I think it's, a, what is it, Elma? Is that three percent of an equalization rate? That's something crazy. Yeah, I don't think they've ever done an assessment. You know, mm-hmm. do they elect their assessor out there? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I'm, well, pretty, pretty, I'm pretty sure they do it in Alma. Well, that would and explain I, it, right? I because I know they elect their assessor in uh, Marilla. Oh yeah, Marilla. Marilla. Yeah. <laughs> so this parcel is part of the McKinley Mall property, and I'm just the only thing I'm going to read is its tax obligation in 2017. And it's tax obligation in 2022. So these are the school tax bill, school 16, school 21. So the 16 bill, 652, 391. That's what they owed, 652 grand in change. It's down to 327 in change. So that decreased significantly. Not as bad as the Galleria Mall, but it's down. And... What are they doing about it? A lot of open land in Hamburg, a lot of open land in Amherst. They're redeveloping or they're developing and they're building new property that could be part of that frontier school district that can help offset that. If you look at some of the properties that are in the frontier district, you can see that the school bills aren't going up much more past that levy because they're adjusting for these kind of things and the drop isn't as drastic. But I could tell you that the commercial property increases in Hamburg have been smaller than the residential growth of 10, 15, 20% they may be seeing. Mm-hmm. Same as in Amherst, right. Right. same as in all these other places. So what we're seeing in Chictawaga in a lot of the concern and frustration and outrage uh, is coming to other places. And you may not see it right now, and you may not see it in the form of a reassessment, but when the commercial properties are filing what's called Article 7 to say, I don't have the value of this property you say I do. So they go to an assessor in municipality and say, you got to lower me. They're going to get lowered. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens when their business value goes down by the example of the tax bills? Mm-hmm. You absorb more of that, right? Yep. Yep. And I think I got through everything that I had written here already. Really? I think so. Oh, I didn't, my God. I didn't think that was going to uh, happen so quickly. So... <laughs> At that, good job. So who should we have remake the checkout to for these tax bills that he's got to pay? Man, I mean, how much are they paying him in Maine? <laughs> now yeah, they got to listen yeah. to now they got to listen to news of the week. Reason, right? reason I, I hear to defend himself. Yeah, 
But so let's go through these these terms again, right? We've got we've got the uh, we've got four th- few things on on the sheets you handed out. So yes. the tags here, we got the full market value of the house. Okay, which, which is I'm sorry, let me interrupt you. Let's pick one of those okay. uh, example tax bills to run off. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that 2021 one. Okay, just so we're all on the same page because we want to talk about the changes, right? Mm-hmm. So we have first thing we have on a tax bill is full market value, right? That is, however it is devised, what the assessor of your town or city is saying your house is actually worth. The assessed value might be different. If your town has recently done a reassessment, it's going to match that. And the thing called the equalization rate is going to be 100%. Mm-hmm. That your assessed value is 100% of full market. Okay. Um so that's the first thing you got there. You've got that full market value. Suppose your town doesn't reassess for a while and your assessed value stays the same, but your full market climbs. And we saw that in one of these bills, climbing, climbing, climbing. Yep. If you eventually, you may have a situation where you're assessed at $1,000, just to use round numbers, sure. and your full market's 2000 So that equalization rate's going to be 50%, right? Um, there's... An actual tax bill's got more information than I have on these simplified forms, but on ours here, we've got what's called the tax levy. That's the total amount of money that the district, whether it's a school district, your town, county, needs to raise from your property, or, or from everybody, rather. Everybody. Then they tell you what percentage change. Let's say they increase spending by 1%. You wouldn't see zero, you'd see one. Mm. That that changes. Yep. I, I kept it zero for our simplified example because I wanted to show some other things and try to control as many of the moving parts. But all this stuff moves. Next one is this. That's the taxable value. So like we talked about in our example, my property plus yours plus yours plus Rees all added up to that total. Okay. And then we got the tax rate. And then at the bottom is what your your portion of the tax bill is to. Okay. So... But I mean, and then all that isn't just proportion of the of the total bucket, right? Right. Of the total bucket, and yep. that's the thing. Regardless of a reassessment, yes or no, if you do that, regardless of what your equalization rate is, regardless of what the tax rate is, even if the levy stays the same, your tax bill is never going to stay the same because your tax bill is in part dependent on the value of someone else's property. And we saw this, where the three of you guys, same tax bill, same assessed value, same market value, mine changed. And because mine changed, you had to pay more. Mm-hmm. Because mine's less valuable now. And we still need the $400 to run mm-hmm. Juggalo University, so you'd have to pay <laughs> a little bit more. Uh, yeah, so, uh, makeup prices have gone way up right, since yeah. the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and, and you know, we, we, we need to find out how magnets work. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I wanted to keep this as, as professional as possible. Yeah, 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 and it's, yeah. it's, it's starting to devolve, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's my fault. Because <laughs> the Fago kicked in. Yeah. Oh. yeah the, all that sugar's gone to my brain. I mean, but this is a condition, this is a matter of market forces in part. And yeah, part of it has to do with the reassessment. But it gets frustrating when you have folks like the county clerk that go out there and say, if you cancel a reassessment that things are going to be great for everybody. That's his implication. Mm-hmm. You can, If you do that, you don't change the assessed values. Guess what happens to full market values on the tax bills? They're going to go up mm-hmm. because prices are moving. Prices are changing. The equalization rate will go down. And you may have a situation with some homeowners that without a reassessment, their taxes would go up even more than they would in the other picture. Right, and there's some neighborhoods in the village of Depew and off of Harlem Road in Chitawaga where the home values rose less than the average value of the town. So guess what happens to them? They're going to have the experience that my business is having, mm. and their their tax bills will go down. Right. So even though their home values went up a certain percentage, they didn't go as much as the average. Right. Mm-hmm. So so frequent assessments would help them. Yeah, and yeah. maybe not annually, maybe right, not right. you know every single year, but more frequent assessments would help them. And you read the national news coverage. Folks in Philadelphia are outraged because of the 31% increases since the last reassessment. 
uh, in Burlington, Vermont, you know, Vermont's got the state law where I said if they go under 80%, I believe it's 80. It might be 83, but I'm pretty sure it's 80. They go under that percentage, it triggers uh, a reassessment process. And because of how drastically prices have changed, the tax bills are going up drastically. Mm-hmm. And in an environment where home prices are growing 12 to 15% year over year, you haven't seen this since the 1980s, maybe you don't want to wait three, four, five years to do something. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to do something, you know, a little bit sooner. I mean, I tell you that if stuff was a little bit out of whack in some of these municipalities that haven't touched this in 30, 40 years, it's probably more out of whack now, Mm -hmm. you know? And the businesses, they have the money and the means to lower their full market value and pass that on to you as a residential homeowner. You see the example with the Galleria Mall. The tax bills prove it with the McKinley Mall parcel. You see it, and these get filed in all sorts of towns for places at the corner drugstores and all this other stuff. So you may not absorb the same dollar amount, but you're going to absorb tax increases one way or the other, and it's not just going to be because the government raises what it spends. It's, it's this is all proportional, mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's and that's why uh, good guys Skip Gingrich and Tim Howard want to leave Erie County and join Wyoming County because they know that their towns being uh, suburban and, and communities that may work in the city of Buffalo have a higher property value than the rest of Wyoming County. And they're like, we need to help out Wyoming County. We need to push this tax burden on our residents of right. Wells and Marilla and increase the amount of taxes they pay so that we can, we can lift everybody else up. I would love to see a trial run on a particular household tax bill to, okay, suppose we move this home over to Genesee County and included them in the total. What happens to their tax rate? Mm-hmm. You know, what happens to all that stuff? I bet they would pay more because in Marilla. I, I, I bet you they pay like double. In Marilla, they're paying a lot less of the total because there's so many more properties factored in. Right. It, but, you know, it sounds good on the campaign trail when Mickey says, oh, just cancel reassessments even though you filed your tentative role. Or we're going to move to a different county. Well, well, think about the real-world impact of this of this stuff and how you're going to raise people's tax bills or you're, or you're going to get your, a municipality sued or you're going to leave some people overtaxed. You know, it's just what happened in Cheektowaga in 2020 is we assessed town-wide for the first time in a while. And that had a significant impact on people's school bills and their town county tax bills. What's happening this time around was, and this is what happened in Lake Placid, is in Lake Placid they set out to do some neighborhood reassessing where they looked at a whole neighborhood and said, all right, these type of homes are going up a little more than, than average or we're going to lose our equalization rate or something's going on where we have to adjust some neighborhoods. In Lake Placid, there was so much price change and price growth and value increase in all the neighborhoods, that they had to reassess everything because every neighborhood had such a significant change. Mm. That's what's happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. So when somebody's trying to do an assessment maintenance project like Chitawaga was, we have to do every neighborhood mm-hmm. because of the changes. So there's a few of them that are actually going to go down. There's a bunch that are going to go up. And you know it requires that kind of thing. But if we wait three or four years, you saw some folks' bills their school bills go up four hundred, six hundred, a thousand dollars. Shocking amount. And yeah. with this kind of price growth, it's it's you're gonna absorb it at some point one way or another. Maybe absorb it or maybe make the pain a little less, you know? Spread it out. Spread out the pain that's gonna happen. This is an unavoidable thing that's gonna hit other municipalities, maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but it's coming for them too. Mm. Because you look at the history of housing prices going back to nineteen eighty and I can look on this sheet to see that one, two, three, four, five, six of the last 42 years, it was only negative growth in seven. And one of them was down half. One of them was down 0.4%. And look at the years after that. 10% growth after that. 14% growth after that. Housing prices don't go down. They may go down a little bit, but they're not going to go back to levels they were 10 years ago. 
If someone has a problem with their tax bill, generally speaking, how how can they approach a municipality and uh, they, they they go to their county clerk, right? <laughs> <laughs> they do yeah, not go con- to their county. Contact clerk. your county clerk. Yes, but, I mean yeah. if the county clerk actually wants no, to help, that. go. But we don't right. have that right now with right. this right. county clerk. Go to your go to your municipality's assessor's office. There's every single year. There's what's called Grievance Day, and it's usually the last Wednesday in May or the fourth Wednesday in May. For this year in New York, it's May 25th, and at least in in Chittawaga, Erie County, uh, and you can take, you can look at the comparables that your home's full market value is based on, and say does that make sense? And you can challenge your assessment. And there are people that win when they challenge to say that I'm actually not comparable to that because of X Y Z. And if you can prove you're not worth that value, you can get your full market lowered. The businesses do it. You have the process as a, as a homeowner too. And you don't have to wait for a year where you're reassessed. You can do that any year. So I I would get educated on when those deadlines are and file near the end of May if you feel you're over-assessed or your full market value is reported as too much. Because maybe you are one of those homeowners in a municipality that hasn't touched a, 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 a full revaluation in decades. You say, I'm paying too much of the tax burden. I have the same kind of house that my neighbor does, but I'm paying $700 more a year between town, county, and school mm-hmm. because everything's gotten out of whack and all that. So I should get my full market lowered and reduce my tax bill. That way you're paying your fair share of the total, and let everyone else that's supposed to pick up that part of the tab, let them pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, But regardless of reassessment, you can do that every year. Um, I mean, but besides that, there are, if you feel the assessor hasn't done you right or your municipality hasn't done you right, there are other avenues if you have to make a small claim type challenge. I don't know exactly how the process works in New York, but you have that, uh, you have that to your advantage as well. But, you know, Regardless of reassessments, I would check that out every year, and it's a big thing to pay attention to. Remember, in terms of deadlines, the tentative assessment role is filed in in March, and by May first, the ten or, or the preliminaries filed in March. I'm sorry, preliminary in March, beginning of May is the tentative role, and you could take a look at that stuff in March. It gives you plenty of time to prepare. State law says you only need a few weeks to send out a letter. A lot of places will send them out a lot sooner. You know. Um, but that's basically what you have at your disposal to start. There are other things, but if you're doing that, you're doing more than most people are in terms to make sure that you're being taxed fairly on your property. Can we bring the concept of grievance day to the U.S. Supreme Court? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... I, I think we can bring it to a lot of things. Right, right now, but, yeah. but I just, like, 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 if once a year, I like, I'll wait in line to yell at Clarence Thomas. Like, that would be great. He's a he's a disciplined individual. I think he could put up with all the yelling in the world right in his face. Right. Yeah. You know? No. I. I. I, so, I, I. It would be. It would be therapeutic for me. And I don't think he would like. He would probably just have earbuds in and you know be listening to I don't know the Odyssey. I don't know. Someday he won't be there. So maybe the the new justices wouldn't want that. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, well, what, wait. Like, what if if I want to yell at Kavanaugh, but I bring him a beer? Is that okay? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Do you want to cover anything else that maybe in the future could could be better for people? Or Well, I mean, let's take a look at what's happening right now. So if you take a look at some tax bills, you're going to see uh, a star savings on a lot of bills or enhanced star, depending on what, they're, what the individual can get. And there's certain income limits to those that if you're above a certain income, you may not be, get that. Or if you have, you can't get that on multiple properties. You could only claim it once. Uh, there are other discounts, like for for volunteers, maybe, or if you were in the armed forces, you may get a discount. I mean, taking a look at the comparables between the Chittawaga and West Seneca bill, and one of the bills have a armed forces discount for that resident. Oddly enough, when you look, when they don't do the reassessment, the value of that discount decreases a little bit. The value of star goes down a little bit. But there are those kind of things that, you know, maybe in the future the state could revisit uh, star and maybe do more of a tiered system to try to make that a little bit fair. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe introduce a couple different levels that you get two stars up to this point, two star discounts, and then a single one to try to balance that out a little bit more. Um, some of the municipalities, they do straight fees for properties, and you can argue the straight fee is regressive. Mm-hmm. Maybe you put more to what's called ad valorem, so that way, the more your house is worth, the more you pay. 
in Chituaga's garbage district, you know, we're unusual because most towns have the fee. Regardless of your property, you pay two, 200, 400, whatever it may be. The more your house is worth, the more your business is worth, the more you pay in to the garbage district. You could do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's complicated stuff, though, because honest, well-meaning people have disagreements over on over how that works. But, I mean, even though we have a flat rate on property, it's it's hard to argue that it's not regressive in the way properties are valued. And you're seeing it especially now with these property sales because what houses are in demand? They're the, the smaller ones that were less expensive. There's more bidding wars on those. Mm-hmm. So those values are rising right, faster, right. you know? I mean, the other thing is it, it would be some sort of requirement to make all the municipalities assess on a more regular basis. Like you're yeah. talking like, I mean, Elmo seems to be waiting for like the dissolution of the American state before they reassess. <laughs> the thing is, is that, I think it was uh, Syracuse.com. It's a publication out of central New York. And we got to get into their unique situation in a second. But they ran an article that said New York's system was among the most screwed up and arcane. Because in most states, they require you to do it every four, five, or six years. We're the exception. We're unusual in that regard. Places like Cook County, Illinois, say you can only go so low in terms of percentage, we'll do it again. They do that in North Carolina. They do that in the state of Vermont. Other places will say when you have a new when you have a new sale, you got to change that property value. That was California system, but I heard they changed that recently. But most places do it periodically. Mm-hmm. Whereas in New York, we say we'll just apply an equalization rate, and you don't necessarily have to do it every four years or periodically or what have you. Um, but they do incentivize. They say we'll give a municipality $5 a parcel if they do a reveal and have a multi-year plan, which Chituaga is taking advantage of that right now. But when you have a small place like Boston, mm-hmm. you don't have to assess every three, four years mm-hmm. because there's not a lot there. There's yeah. not a lot of parcels. But you have big towns. Like Chituaga is one of the largest towns in New York. The city of Buffalo, they fell behind. And right. when they did that, you see and heard about some of what happened with folks there. Mm-hmm. The tax bills didn't go up 5%, 10% for people. They doubled for some people mm-hmm. because you had years and years and years and years where West Side parcels were gaining value and stuff in Fillmore wasn't really growing at all in some parts, you mm-hmm. know. So the people in Fillmore were being overtaxed and subsidizing people on the other side of the city, not trying to cause strife. That's what was actually happening. Right. But that's better than what's ha- was happening in Syracuse. They ran an article in their local publication. Uh, out there, they don't have the staff to necessarily reassess all the time, or they don't hire a contractor to do all of it. It's gotten in such rough shape there that they showed an example of a street where they reassessed the homes on one side and left the other ones alone. I was talking about off the air with you, both of yeah. you about this. Yeah. So here's the street looking right down the middle. You live on the left side. You're on the right side. We're going to raise the value of your property taxes 300 bucks. We'll leave you alone. We'll get you next year, maybe. Right. That's what they did. Wow. That's absolutely crazy. It's messed up. And it's the same type of houses. Let's I, say I must be an alderman. <laughs> no, you're just lucky. You're just lucky. Mm-hmm. And New York's got city has got their own taxing issues where right. there have been city councilmen that have written about written 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 about the need to change that. It's just New York system is really out of whack, and there's no perfect solution to this, but. To say that, oh, we just won't touch the assessment system ever, that's you're lying to people. You're mm-hmm. misleading them. You're going to hurt them in the long run. Yep. And also, you can't do it every single year, but we got to be honest with ourselves right now. 15.9% price increases year over year last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we keep track with the pace that happened in the 80s, we're looking at 8 to 10% increase again this year. You guys think that can happen? Oh you think we God. can have 10% price growth in housing this year? I'd be, I'd be surprised if we didn't. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's could it's, really happen. It's likely. Yeah. Unless we have a crash or a serious right, recession, right. we're going to get something like that. And, yeah, yeah, you might get a year. And I want to point out what happened in 2001, 2002, 2003. In 01, 11% price growth in homes. Then you were down one and a half. Next year, 14.35 gain in the value of properties. The second largest gain year over year in the last 42 years. So, yeah maybe we will have a year where it goes down a couple percentage points, but it's going to roar back. Right. You know? Sure. It's the largest source of wealth for people, and we need a better answer in terms of a system and a process. But, I mean, you don't hear liberal northerners say this a lot, but the folks in the South have a better system than we do, and maybe we should look to them 
for how to change our system here up north, you know? Some type, something statewide periodic. I mean, in the state of Pennsylvania, they do assessing countywide. That's part of the problem we have, too, is that we're assessing just one town at mm-hmm. a time and mm-hmm. ignoring this town. What if we did all the parcels in Erie County every three or four years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You have much more parcels involved. You, you didn't wait 10, 15 years. The price shifts would, wouldn't be as bad, you know? But... That's pretty much all I got for this. I don't know if you yeah. guys wanted to add anything. You have I, any questions? Or I think that was great. No, I thought that was. Great. I know it's a complicated issue and it's not the most sexy thing in I've, the world, but no, it's I, important. Right, I think you, you know? did a good job laying it out. Yeah. 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 And huh. where can you where where can we where can we find you guys on Twitter? You know, since <laughs> I'm running the episode here. <laughs> We're at Square Pod Buff on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can listen to this episode on all major podcast outlets. You got Spotify, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, etc., Stitcher. And and if you're uh, one of those people who owns a commercial building, and because uh, because the property values for the re- residential grew faster than your value of your commercial property, or maybe the commercial property went down, so you've got excess cash, back us on Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> help pay for our Fago. Right. Oh. I got a second case for you guys, oh, but no. I don't have it. It's, it's coming. You need to put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> okay. Oh, you thought was, you thought twenty four cans was enough? <laughs> no. no. Oh That's, no. Because uh, well, I, I wanted to go and get my master's at at uh, yeah. at uh, Juggalo University. Did you bring insulin with you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to get that together in about twenty four hours. Yeah. <laughs> or what is it? Uh, what is it? What's it? Never mind. I'm not even going to go there. You can find me, Brian Noak, CKTW, on Twitter. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, guys.